You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, everybody. It's it's hump day. It is hump day. And Yay! it's toast to the town with Christy and Mel. I know. Well, you know, after having to take a little hiatus because things got a little bit uh, sketchy little, last got week. A little sketchy. A little sketchy, a little interesting, but good to be here and a little bit warmer day than what we had a week ago. And, and as my post said yesterday, it's good to be back to normal, whatever, whatever's normal is. Well, I don't even yeah, know what that is anymore. It's, that's a setting on a clothes dryer. <laughs> that, exactly. That's about right. You know, it, it has been it has been an interesting week, and we hated to miss last week, but obviously with road conditions here. being bad and and everything else. Dick, how did y'all fare through the storm? Did y'all have any pipe issues or anything? No pipe. Just thumbs up. No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I know Mel, you were a little further up north, so y'all had even oh, some colder man. temperatures. Yeah, we we I'm still, you know, every every morning I get up and it's a new the, the things are getting smaller. They're getting smaller and cheaper to yes. fix. That's always a positive. That's good, you know, and I and I've been very quiet about this. Mm-hmm. Um but I was really blessed through the whole thing mm. and, and was able to retain power and water. And, well, and nobody out there cares. You're I just know. talking to the whole town. Well, County. I mean, but because there are these weird little small pockets that, you know, that didn't weren't involved in some of this mess. Um, but the bad part was, is, is I was opening my home up to everybody. Hey, come on, come join us. But nobody could get there. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and it was like, and it was just, and so then I had survivor's guilt. It was terrible. Uh, yeah. It was terrible. So then I would just You were there. suffering more than so I was. I'm like, I'm like cranking down the thermostat, you know, to be a responsible <laughs> consumer. While and the rest of us suffered. Absolutely. And I'm like, we're going to eat cold beans, kids, because somebody right down the street can't even warm up these beans. So we're going to eat cold beans. That's a great art. You know, so you just got to sometimes just roll with it. But I think, I think that's that's a perfect name for it. He says that's a good heart. I think Moxie is the team of heart. Uh, oh there my go. gosh! That's, that's I, evident. I tell you, it was um, it was it was quite an experience. But we yeah. got to play in the snow. I, I don't know. I know. We got was, out and ventured out. And, yeah. You know, I threw one snowball and that was it. Oh, I got pegged with several. That's what happens when you have fifteen <laughs> yeah, year old twins. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. Um, but you know. I, it was an experience. I'm glad that we had it. I'm glad that it's over. Yeah. Um, like everybody's saying, if anybody in Texas wishes for snow anytime in the near future, they're going to smack them. Yeah. And I can I can understand that. Yeah, you know, you can but, um, I'm grateful that I didn't purchase a ski vacation yeah. coming up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, you know, but it was but it was fun. And, and for the most part, I know. Obviously, we had some tragedies and some really bad things that happened. And obviously, there's some shakeups with ERCOT that are going on. Um, but you know, we live and learn Texas yeah. resiliency, you know, exactly. lives on. I have a, a, um, a client slash friend, a longtime friend lives up in the, uh, Fort Worth and area and West. Right. And, um, he's a real estate agent and he said negative two <laughs> to 70. Yeah. In less than 48 hours. Yeah. Texas weather. I know. <laughs> yes, only in Texas. It is amazing, but, but it's good to be back. There's, you know, we're starting to see some sense of normalcy and some things kind of coming back, you know. What um, about events? We events, got anything coming up? Events coming online, you know, we've got, uh, you know, Josh Abbott, you know me, I'm a live music guru, mm-hmm. and he's going to be playing down at Rowdy's. It's going to be an acoustic show. It'll be a really great experience. Um, this weekend, you know, obviously warmer weather is coming, so there are lots of things going on. There is the Texas Independence Day celebration happening at Heritage Park. Mm-hmm. It is hosted by the Heritage Museum of Montgomery County right here down the street. If you go to heritagemuseum.us, you can actually go to their website and look at all the event details. But they're going to be reciting the declaration. They're going to be um, have all mm-hmm. kinds of groups and reenactment, reenactments. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. That goes from 10 to 5 in Heritage Park right here in downtown Conroe. We also have Quality of Life Chiropractic is doing their Ladies' Day Out from 10 to 2. Come out. It's a kid-friendly event. It's completely free. Door prizes, shopping, music, fun. If you're looking for a place to get out of the house, it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg, and you don't want to have to deal with finding a babysitter. It's great. The folks over there are absolutely fantastic. And also, you know, we had Katie Krause on here with Mm -hmm. Bears, Etc. the other day. They are doing a spirit day with Russo's Italian. And if you have not had their pizza, Mm. oh, my goodness, you're missing out. 
That starts at 11 on Saturday morning. They get 20% of the proceeds if you mention bears, etc. Oh, wow. So, you know, mar- earmark Saturday for some Texas independence and some, some ladies' day out. And then go get you some Italian food and support our friend Katie over and bears, etc. we love et Texas independence day, don't we? Yes, we do. And, and so, you know, fun things going on. And there's a little event going on Sunday. Yeah, that, a uh, that we want to definitely talk about. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a good weekend to get out of the house. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So we have a guest with us today. Yeah, we do. And that goes in, obviously, with our um, with our Sunday event. So, mm-hmm. Mel, why don't you take over and introduce? Well, I first of all, I, I have known him now um, maybe two months, I guess. And I think that's so odd because he graduated the year ahead of me at Conroe. And we know all of the same people and have known all of the same people. And we just didn't know each other. Anyway, this is Jeff Williams. And he is a pastor and has been in Conroe for over 40 years. That's right. Well, then I'm telling how old we are. That's right. (laughs) Good to keep that quiet. I know. I know. (laughs) Anyway, um, and he is, his ministry in Conroe is Eagle's Nest Ministries. Mm -hmm. And um, he has got a great program out there that's just awesome, and I'll let him tell you all about it. But wow. How are you just doing, Mr. Wow. Williams? I'm doing well. Thank you for joining us here in well, downtown Conroe glad, today. Glad to be here, Chris. Yes. Weather the storm and getting yes. back, like you said, sense mm-hmm. of normal. And I'd just like to take a moment to say for those people still struggling, uh, we're sensitive, like you, got mm-hmm. a heart. And so thoughts and prayers go out to them. Absolutely. And, um, you know, and it's been obviously, you know, trials and tribulations every day, right? Mm, that's right. Uh, but the past the past year has been has been really tough. It has. And, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure with your line of work mm-hmm. and your ministry that sure. you really see a lot of suffering going on. Mm-hmm. And, and I want you to tell everybody about the programs that y'all have and what y'all have created that is such a great outlet for helping, helping those in real need of, of getting over some real trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. Um, reading about your program and what you've done, y'all really do some amazing things, but why don't you share with our listeners kind of what you do? Okay, I'll try to summarize that. It, it's really an outreach. Um, uh, if I could borrow uh, from the word in Second Corinthians 1, once we are comforted, then we are to comfort others with the comfort that we've been comforted with. So really this is simply a give back. Mm-hmm. I've had my own struggles, as we all have, mm-hmm. right? Uh, emotionally, mentally, uh, physically, didn't in different things. And so as a result of the healing and things I've experienced in that, I just help other people going through very similar things. So we understand. Mm-hmm. We're a very understanding, loving group of people giving back into the community, uh, be it whatever those needs may be related to such things. Uh, but started this 15 years ago. Uh, so our anniversary that you're speaking mm-hmm. of will be this coming Sunday. Love to invite everyone to come out and join us. Yes. Uh, but we've served about 2,000 people uh, through wow. our ministry over these 15 years. And basically, we sort of in the beginning, our focus was emotional healing, mm-hmm. helping people overcoming divorces, separations, broken hearts, mm-hmm. you may say. And then, of course, over the years, that's evolved because additional things have come into my life. And that's led to an expansion of the ministry related to the additional experiences that I've had. That's great. So, yeah. So we just keep helping people. Right. Well, and, you know, as somebody, you know, I believe we all know a family uh, friend, friend of a family member um, that has been affected, you know, whether it be, you know, drug recovery, alcohol recovery, Mm -hmm. uh, financial recovery. Mm -hmm. Um, And and y'all really help them. Give them the encouragement to find that roadmap. That's right. To get back mm-hmm. and to take their life back. Sure. I like to refer to it as life on life. Mm-hmm. They're taking the opportunity to guide people through their problem, not simply just listen. Prayer is important, but guidance mm-hmm. is fundamental to success. So giving them the tools, teaching them and equipping them to overcome and to move through and get to the other side. So uh, were it to be financial, were it to be a mental mm-hmm. or relationship uh, breakups. And also now uh, we'll talk about this, but our focus in reentry, people coming out of prison, mm-hmm. that's a, a really interesting segment of the population because they have all those needs. Yes. And they're already struggling they're with already the struggling. negative societal connotations right. that come along with that sure. and having to build themselves up emotionally mm-hmm. and strengthen their yep. armor, if you will, in order to be able to counter those. Mm-hmm. 
mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical mm-hmm. needs, all wrapped into that one population right there. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, drugs has been a factor. Mm-hmm. And so all of those things kind of converge, you may say. Mm-hmm. But Eagle's Nest didn't start out primarily focused in that population. But through evolution and now emerging of things, we're able to really specialize in that particular population of people. Well, and with God's guidance kind of leaning you in that direction, well, obviously he, obviously, uh, absolutely. there's a need that, you're, that needs to be filled. Absolutely. But as I spoke there earlier about experience, uh, my daughter did five years in prison. Very painful, uh, sad mm-hmm. ordeal, but we're very open, mm-hmm. public about this. Because, again, I believe we're brought through these things that we might be of service to other people. Absolutely. So it, uh, it, you know, it engaged me. Uh, I tell people, I, I didn't get involved in prison ministry. I had no intention mm-hmm. to. But it got involved in me. Well, you know, it's such a one of the things that you said that really touches my heart. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine um, just the other day that has a son that is struggling with uh, drug recovery. Mm-hmm. And... You know, and she was struggling as a mother um, because she didn't have the words to that impacted him. And they're a little bit estranged right now. But her frustration was, you know, we were so close and I'm his mother. Mm-hmm. And but she has another family member that has been able to to reach out to connect with him because she, too, is mm-hmm. recovering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and to share those experiences. So go. it's not that condescension. There's not That's that right. struggle. Yeah. That that means so much to somebody who is going through something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, Christy, for me, uh, I've been in ministry most all of my life. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of had this uh, stained glass view of myself. Self-righteous, I'd be just have to admit that. That's mm-hmm. really what I was. And so until I went through some hurt and pain and and that all fell off of me, I felt the embarrassment and shame and I got caught and left and, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. I began to see myself differently. Uh, one of the coolest things I've ever done is I've ridden all 50 states on my motorcycle. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. I'm a little I, jealous of that. Well, okay. <laughs> but I did that by myself. Mm-hmm. And all of that alone time, I started seeing some things in me I didn't like, mm-hmm. right? And so I started to get on my own nerves. <laughs> and, and I think you laughed well, I love my through world. experience. I love, yeah, I know. I love yeah, that. That's, that's so real. It, it's real. And then that was where I was at. That, yeah. that's, that's the word. Uh, real, Melanie. And, and once you get real, uh, you see yourself differently. You see others differently. So look yeah. at yourself and you see others differently. So, well, and I think in this world that we live in with, you know, you know, uh, picture filters and sure. you know and all of these <laughs> yeah. self-created identities mm-hmm. on social media that a lot of people are dealing with i think real mm-hmm. is what everybody is is aching for right yeah, now oh, absolutely mm-hmm. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. i agree and real and authentic is sustainable mm-hmm. you see you build that around something so you're just speaking to that with uh, ability to relate if you've been through something and you're honest about that and and you're in touch then you reach out to someone else, and that's exactly what they need. Mm-hmm. Don't judge me. Don't criticize me. Teach me. Show yes. me. Uh, engage with me. Love me. Care mm-hmm. about me. So, you know, it takes a minute to get to that place in our own life. I'd like to tell a quick story here. Please do. I got a buddy. His name is Hank, and he was sitting one Wednesday night with me in, in our Bible study at Eagle's Nest. And he said, Jeff, before I go, I want to tell something. And this was just a real uh, revealing piece of a experience he had had through that past week. Hank admits that he has difficulty with people throwing trash. He he doesn't like litter. He, he gets real worked up mm-hmm. about that. And, and we understand that. Sure. Don't mess with Texas, right? Right. But um, anyway, he says he's driving down the highway. He's got an 18-wheeler behind him on 45. And he's blasting along there at 80 miles an hour. And he sees trash on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Well, he wants to pull over and pick that trash up. He just can't stand it. Right. Well, the 18-wheeler, he's not going to let him get over. Sure. So he has to pass it by. And he would talk about how that frustrated him and all week, thinking about that. Aggravated him. Yeah. That. But a few days later, oyster. he's a surveyor. Mm-hmm. So he's out along beside the highway where he's surveying and notices some trash along beside the road. He picked that up and discarded of that. Mm-hmm. He said, see, my aim in life is to leave... Uh, a, a zero effect here footprint mm-hmm. 
own life. I can't do anything about what's already passed, but I can do something about right now. And I love that story. That's a great story. It's a great story. And that was worth our Wednesday night. I yeah. said, why didn't you say that at the beginning of that? <laughs> we could have we talked yeah, all Yeah, we could have went home in, an hour ago. <laughs> but it was it's a great story. Mm -hmm. I, I think, look, yeah, this, absolutely. this is Jeff sitting here. This, this is all of us, right? I mean, we mess up. We mm -hmm. do things. We, we've all been in those situations. But if we turn back around and see how we might be able to, we can't change the past, mm -hmm. but we can change the future. You know, I, I read this great story one time that um, that really, I think, reflected God's ability to give you the freedom to move on with life and, mm -hmm. and beyond your mistakes. And it was, and I'm going to butcher this, so I'm just going to kind of summarize it. But basically, the difference between, you know, a, a spiritual life and not mm -hmm. having a spiritual life is if you don't have a spiritual life, you're walking along and every mistake that you make and every, mm -hmm. every um, trespass you commit you throw that in a bag that's hanging over your shoulder well, sure. and it burdens you down yeah. and it slows you down and it keeps you from being able to fully move forward. And what your spiritual life does is tears a little hole in the bottom of that bag. Hmm. So as you move forward, some of those things fall out and it loosens your load. So you're able to move forward and focus on that. Oh, that's beautiful. And that's I think that that's, awesome. I think it's mm -hmm. just it's such, to me, it kind of changed the way that I thought about forgiveness and mm -hmm. self-forgiveness Sure. is because you, if you carry those burdens through your life, mm -hmm. you're not going to ever reach the potential that God has laid out for you. Yeah. We're having church now. <laughs> I, I, um, and the older I get, the the bigger that hole gets because mm -hmm. I, I, I see every mistake I make. Mm -hmm. I'm harder on myself than anybody else could ever be for the mistakes that I make. And, um, I, I, but I, I think the older I get, the more I let things go, the more, and, and, and also the things that people do against me, they're forgotten. Like, yeah. well, cause it's, it's, it's forgiven. Well, it's, nice. it's exhausting. Forgotten. It's exhausting. It is. it is, and you know, and it's heavy. It is heavy. It's heavy, and uh, you know, and I've I've been blessed, you know, through other ministries where I've met people recovering um, from whether it be coming out of of prison or the jail system or being in some kind of um, recovery from alcohol or drugs, or um, my my friend Gary Buckaloo who runs a wonderful ministry mm -hmm. helping soldiers kind of come back and take their lives back, and to hear these incredible stories, it really mm -hmm. is. That, that story of human resiliency and, and Absolutely. You know, which is so Texas too. Yeah. Um, but to be able to give them a channel to do that and give mm -hmm. them the steps and the tools that they need yes. is so integral because I think everybody wants to help somebody mm -hmm. that's in trouble or that's mm -hmm. in need, but not everybody comes up with a program that says this is how mm -hmm. you do it. That's right. So how did you develop this? And, and okay, well, first of all, where did the nest or the word Eagle's Nest come from? Because mm -hmm. I saw this great pictured the other day that had a life-size eagle nest really um that that had fallen out of a tree and they had they had recovered it and it was huge and it was so encompassing i need the address and i, I, gotta go I, back I and get that right? and i was yeah. and and so on my way here yeah. I, that was kind of drawing in connections in my yeah. mind because yeah. i i see i see this and and what you've said as mm -hmm. being this open embrace for all kinds of people. Mm -hmm. So how did y'all come up with Eagle's well, Nest? Well, first of all, hook me up with that picture. I will. Wherever I'm going to find is, it. I'm going to find, find it. The um, uh, simple, uh, really this is all it is, is um, I was sitting up here one day 15 years ago, 16 years ago, at the intersection of 45 and 105. Mm -hmm. I was coming eastbound, and just before I came under the highway there, the land to the left had been clear-cut. And so now there's a big shopping center, yes. Panera Bread and all such. But in this particular day, there's five acres of dirt. Mm -hmm. And the Lord stopped me there. I said, the red light spoke into my heart. I could see devastation, but being that I have a heart of restoration, I see potential. Mm -hmm. Right? So this is a cool moment. So he says, Jeff, what do you see? I said, uh, you know, dirt. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, what's going in there? I, I said mm -hmm. to myself. He said, I'm going to teach you to look at people that way. The light turns green and my heart broke. Mm -hmm. It was a life-changing moment for me. I do have the ability, I think we all do, uh, to have a desire to help people. You know, I, I want to help people. Mm -hmm. And I see people 
but I, I've done that with houses and cars through the years. I love working with my hands. Mm -hmm. But I had trouble making the connection between what I was doing with my hands and this spirit he gave me and people until that day. So since that day, he's been wrapping all that together in me. And so I want to say this on behalf of those of us who care, want to make a difference in the world around us. We need to be first responders. Uh, when you see the person's picture in the newspaper, right? When mm -hmm. they're the ones indicted today, mm -hmm. you can watch police reporter. Right. See? I kind of wonder at people at times why they scan through these things. Mm -hmm. Is it just inquiring minds want to know, you know, are you looking for the mugshot, the face? Right. You know what? That's somebody's dad. That, yeah. That, that's somebody's son. There's, there's a mama somewhere. Yeah. There's yeah. some kids somewhere and they're crying. They're broken yeah. hearted. So he taught me, see, to see what looked like devastation in a clear cut was actually preparation for something to come. Mm -hmm. So today when I see people and they just came out of prison, see, they, they just got, they're in the Conroe police reporter, mm -hmm. they're arrested, they're whatever. They filed bankruptcy, they lost their job, right. whatever. So I would just say to us that, uh, that we would be sensitive instead of judgmental, uh, that we would not be critical but ready to respond because there are people that have been broken, hurt, devastated. And that can actually be the best thing that ever happened to someone. Mm -hmm. See, but if we set back and we judge and we watch and then it just continues to propagate, it gets worse. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what we see in our culture. Whereas the world right now is, we're all a mess, right? Yes. We're all struggling. Absolutely. And we need to be honest and real. One of the ways I get through daily life is I stay surrounded with some solid people. People I can talk to. People I can say whatever is on my mind. Mm -hmm. I have emotions. I have frustrations. Mm -hmm. I get that out, mm -hmm. right? Otherwise, I'd be running somewhere. Exactly. To get some help, and yeah. I'd probably regret that in the morning. Right. Maybe not even remember it. Right. So, so before I do that, I've learned some of these skills. So by building a campus, by developing a safe place, that's really all Eagle's Nest is. It's the safest place you could ever be. An Eagle's Nest is a safe place. Mm -hmm. And so mother's gonna care for that eagle if a fire comes up that tree. She's mm -hmm. gonna hover down over those eaglets. And so everything about eagles, Isaiah 40, he's gonna mount us up on wings like eagles. Mm -hmm. That's really our theme verse. But I just love the courage of eagles. I love how eagles defend their own. I love the, the courage they demonstrate. So many pieces. So I just took that in Isaiah 40 and wrapped that around. That's where love the it. name came from. I love it. But it's just eagle's nest is a safe place. And once you heal, then you get kicked out of the nest. <laughs> get booted yeah. over the head. It's not a place. Learn we, to fly. Yeah, we don't intend for you to come and live there. <laughs> <laughs> but you can stay a bit, you know, and so we have transitional housing and all kinds of pieces, but mm -hmm. we're just helping people. I kind of call it a rest area ministry. Yeah. Right. Your lights come on your dash, pull over. Yes. Right. Let's look at this. Let's examine this. Let's put you back together and then you merge back out on the highway. Well, and you know, and it's funny when, because I, you know, seeing people struggle and going through my own struggles. You know, you get a little bit fixated mm -hmm. on what's going on in your life, and mm -hmm. you don't really realize that maybe your worst day is what somebody else is dreaming of for their best day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, where you know you have trouble, you know, uh, or you you know you can't buy the car that you want. Well, there's somebody else that would just love an opportunity there to have go. that have that thought, have that idea, and and I think it sounds like where people can come and, and share those things Absolutely. openly and mm -hmm. and be consoled by mm -hmm. each other, by that's people right. that know what it's like. Know what it's like. Yeah. And that's where being real is a, is a big factor in this. I, I had to get there where I could serve. Uh, as a, before, as a professional, you know, I know what to do and how to say it, and I, I can preach and teach and tell you stuff you don't even want to know, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so I had to go through some stuff. Yeah. So you could get to that To point. get real. Right. And then, and I thought that was the worst thing that was ever happened to me. You know, how do you, God, you know, stop. And I just screamed and kicked and spit until he just, yeah, <laughs> he just said, put his Sorry. thumb on me and said, you know, I got a purpose in this. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to tell people too, man. It's not over till he says it's over. Mm -hmm. So whatever you're going through, it's now it takes faith to look at this, right? And you Absolutely. need to get around some people who know about this because we can talk to you, encourage you through it. But this is not the worst thing that happened. To right. You. 
You see, it could be worse. We, we could be dead. We could be in hell. We don't, mm-hmm. that's the worst thing that can yeah. happen to us. So we're still alive. Yep. We're still kicking. We, we got us a day here, right? I had this cool experience this week as I was calling to make a claim for my parents on uh, their well damage from mm-hmm. the storm. And so I'm calling the insurance and they put me through and transfer me. And so this lady's on, she couldn't have been nicer. And so I'll give a shout out to Nationwide Insurance mm-hmm. because that was the agency. So anyway, she's talking. She's just friendly. And I said, ma'am, obviously you're not in my neighborhood, right? She said, no, I'm in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> and she says, well, I said, well, you know what's going on? Oh, yes. She said, Mr. Williams, I know all about what's going on in your community there. Mm-hmm. I said, well, okay. She said, but count your blessings. I said, really? She said, yeah. She said, in order to leave the house this morning, I had to push no drifts out of the way, and they're up under the edge of my window sills all around my house. Mm-hmm. And I wow. said, I said, thank you. Yeah, I said, perspective. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She put it in perspective. Yeah. So if we keep life in perspective, we stay in touch with this real person living inside me, right, then I can see a little bit of me and everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so this, we all need to get there and quit judging and such as that. And I keep bringing that up, but so all we're talking about is we're trying to raise the conversation now in post-incarceration with this particular community of people mm-hmm. because they've done their time. Uh, the justice system did their part, right? And law enforcement, and God bless all these people and everything they do. Absolutely. But we have a crisis on our hands in this regard because we haven't given much thought to what do we do after. after. So after advancing felons toward essential resources is really what we're trying to do there is we're just filling some gaps. Mm -hmm. So we take people that we don't judge, right? We don't criticize and we relate to them. We bring them in and they can stay there, live there for a year. And so we help build those resources into them. Houses, cars, jobs, uh, support systems, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical. It's a comprehensive approach to restoring a life. Mm -hmm. Just as Panera Bread sets down there now on that same piece mm-hmm. of property, see. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It takes some planning. It takes a lot of different people to make it happen. Right. So, uh, but that's what we do. Well, and and I want you to go through those pieces because I, I was, I found it all very interesting when you and I talked. And um, I want you to go through some of that. So can we take a little break and, um, or do you have something else? To yeah, say? no, Sorry. sure. No, I think this is a great time for a break. I do want to say hello to Danette and John who are watching and and commenting and giving you props and saying thank you well, for the changes that you've made in their lives shout out to Danette and John <laughs> I know um, thank you all for listening I think this is a story that everybody needs to hear because um, we all need some forgiveness and we all need to have a path of moving forward mm-hmm. if you are going out on your lunch hour make sure you are tuning in to Facebook live and watch Moxie Innovative this is Toast the Town with Christy and Mel we'll be right back Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org, because every life matters. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube. 
and heard on our podcast, FM and Internet Radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Welcome back, everybody. It's Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel, and we are having a great day. The weather's not gorgeous, but hey, it's not raining, it's not snowing, and it's warm. I know. You know, and my day my day has, hasn't been a bad day, but it hasn't been a very inspirational day until I got here. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and you know, Mr. Williams, I just want, and I'm going to call you Jeff. Please. But Prince Jefferson but, but, is what I prefer. <laughs> I knew we were going to get along. Now, yeah. I, now yeah. I'm feeling very yeah. positive. Yeah. Um, but, but really, uh, you know, it, it's it's funny because some people think that you have to be um, an elected official or be a president of some company to make a difference in somebody's life. Mm-hmm. And you are here proving that that is absolutely not true. No, that's true. So uh, Mr. Jeff Williams here with Eagles Nest Ministry. And, and y'all have an event coming up Sunday. We do. 15 years mm-hmm. of helping people. That's right. That's a that's a huge milestone, mm-hmm. and and so tell me about this celebration that y'all've got going on Sunday. Well, I kind of like to say ministry years are like dog years, so it's really like <laughs> eight to one in this deal. So it's hard to put a real number around Six, 60, 64. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's not that old, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, fifteen years that 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 is an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And and let me say, you know, I'm representing right uh, Eagles Nest Ministry, but behind me is an incredible board a uh, shout out to those folks uh, donors sponsors uh, prayer warriors people lovers uh, of what we do and, and I appreciate all these people so much I feel so small right I'm I'm really insignificant in this deal God just has used me mm-hmm. so with that being said um, I just go to the back of the bus and Jesus take the wheel mm-hmm. and, and here we go so it's been a ride it has been an incredible ride I I really don't have this five-year plan, you know. It kind of looks like I know what I'm doing out there, but I don't know. But yeah, I just work. But he didn't but, really mean but, that, people. But, I know, but, but it, really, but do any yeah. of us? I mean, we yeah, don't yeah, really. that, and that—that's the big question. And that's, but that's the exciting mm-hmm. part of it. You see, it's—it's it's not that I'm not willing. I, I don't have some experience. I don't mean it that way. It's just that you, you just give him control and let Absolutely. him move. So. It's, it's not been exactly what I thought it would be, right? I'm helping a population of people I previously knew nothing about. Uh-huh. So it's an adventure. That's what it is. It's a 15-year wildest ride I've ever been on in my life. <laughs> I'm sitting here today still scratching my head thinking, why me? How did I end up here? How did I end up here? <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's, you know, just from a leader standpoint, the, the humility I want to convey to people is, it really, you don't have to be anybody special. I don't think God has special people that he's uh, crazier about mm-hmm. than others. He's, he sees us all the same, but he does have intimates. And so those intimate people are people who just get up every day and get it done. So I would say I bring that to mm-hmm. the table. I bring a willingness uh, and a deep compassion and a sense of loyalty and commitment to follow God. But I got to give him all the credit. Right. And well, and, and you were talking about faith. I mean, you know, faith isn't one thing you take a drink of and, and that's, no. you got to keep drinking from no. that fountain every day. Yeah. That's right. And so I just keep getting up every day and just doing that. Mm-hmm. And then the adventure unfolds in front of me. And if we would all just, you know, get over ourselves, there's no extraordinary people, mm-hmm. just ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. But the difference in that is God leading me and I just follow. So he keeps opening these doors, and Eagle's Nest keeps doing it. And so we serve, and we love, and we help, and we don't pass judgment. That mm-hmm. guy could be broke and, and uh, homeless and helpless, and that generally is the people that we help. 
And you say, well, Jeff, how are you going to pay for that? I don't know. I put all that on God. <laughs> yeah. And I still try to help and go like I got money or something. That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm that way at the grocery store sometimes. I get it. Well, I that might be a different I, thing. Yeah, I don't know if God's overly interested in your grocery bill, but, but maybe he oh, is. he is. He is. <laughs> I'll just say. But it, we're I'm all, kidding, but I get, you know, I think everybody who. We're learning in sure. this deal. We, we, I can't figure it all out. I. I can't find pathways to build it all and take all the messiness out of it because people are messy. Yes. Life is messy. Relationships are messy. Relationships are messy. Mm -hmm. But the more I come to grips with this, the more peace I have, Mm -hmm. Christy. I'm one of the most free people, I think, alive, right? Do I have headaches? Do I have problems and heartache? I got all that stuff. I I could complain for hours, right? We all could. Mm -hmm. But that's not the way I see life. I, I see life as, you know, whatever this is, he's bringing me through it. He's going to take me through it. Then he's going to use me in that. Mm-hmm. And so if we, as we start trying to build these pieces, we look at an individual and we say, well, this guy has no job, for instance. Well, you think that's an easy fix? That's a difficult fix sure. for a felon. Mm-hmm. These labels, you see. So I'm these just trying to address That's right. I'm trying to address these things because if you're going to label somebody, that's for life, you see. Mm-hmm. And now you got to try to find a way to look beyond the label to get the guy a job because you got to check the box on the application, and so he's not likely to get hired there. Right. So this has been very challenging to me is to find creative ways to get people reconnected into the art culture with the labels. Mm-hmm. So jobs is one of those areas. So we decided we would build an automotive shop. Uh, we are mechanically inclined, generally. Most of our guys are. Mm-hmm. So we built a five-bay automotive shop. Fantastic. And cool? we're just about ready to open this thing up. We got two lifts out of five. We got the building is sitting there. It's been paid for. It's a wonderful thing. And then COVID comes and uh, here's, you know, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So we got to lift this thing. We need some capital money to open these doors. Uh, we, we need a key person to come in, run the shop. So we just want to train our men in automotive skills while they're on campus for one year. Yeah. Advanced Auto Parts wants to partner with us, train the guys, get them certifications, tools, a vehicle, and their mobile mechanics run their own business. Mm-hmm. Now they're independent contractors. We're around the loop of check this box. Right. You follow me? So everything we do there is creative in finding pathways. Uh, let me just say quickly, we have as many as 100 people a month coming to our county from TDCJ. Right, because, well, they're just right up the road. That's right. It's a large population of people that are coming back into our community mm-hmm. without jobs, without homes, without cars, and without support systems. And it really doesn't give them much of an opportunity to stay out of Correct. that because they're not, you know... you. You take away their livelihood, take away go. a place mm-hmm. to live, take away their ability to get anywhere to make any money. Sure. Where, where do they go? And, you know, quite honestly, that wouldn't be any different if it were you or I. Mm-hmm. You're right. Starting over is difficult, and you've got to have somebody to help and assist us. Particularly you're 30, 40, 50 years old, and you can't just go back to square one, mm-hmm. uh, root square zero, yeah. <laughs> and start back over. So. We build these pieces in there, and we put an establishment around them, mm-hmm. and we take our relationships that we've established in the community, friendships and supporters and whatever, and, and we're grateful for every one of them because it builds a pathway for our guys to get uh, reconnected. And so, but we need help. We're, we're trying to do something here I really think is a community problem. Mm-hmm. And we got tapped into it, right, unaware that it was a problem. Right. And then you look up one day, and now our phones are blowing up, and letters in the mail every day, and emails. Please help, right? We get all these requests. Mm-hmm. So if anybody knows, uh, you know, the folks on Shark Tank, I'm looking for some billionaires <laughs> here. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to get on their That'd show. Be yeah, because but- I have a it's a situation that we've built, basically established pieces to launch this, but to go bigger and to help. All these folks who are requesting what we have, we need to get the community involved. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, and I was looking on your website, and you've got some great uh, sponsors, some supporters that sure. you've had over the years. Absolutely. Um, and and we just need to build on that. We need to build. And on that, I yes. think so many people, um, especially right now, here we are. You know, they're coming out with, you know, new data, and and virus numbers are down, and you know, mm-hmm. things look good, and we've got vaccinations, all that good stuff. But what? 
what is going to be left behind after this virus is quote-unquote gone is going to be the experience that everybody went through and I think there are so many that never expected to experience financial hardship job loss losing their homes losing their livelihoods and you know and a lot of people have been able to recover from that and now have that perspective and -hmm. I think it's a great opportunity for them to realize it is now time to pay that forward Mm -hmm. I agree and so that is, I, I think it's, you know, here we come up on, is this an obstacle or an opportunity? Yes. I think what could lay out in front of us here is an opportunity. It has changed the way we see life, mm-hmm. these events that we've been through. Uh, we've all had to live in a certain amount of fear. Mm-hmm. And uncertainty. And maybe in some ways feeling incarcerated, mm-hmm. uh, told to stay home. And Well, and, and alone. And that's, alone. That's mm-hmm. certainly sure. an incarceration of its own. It is. And so we've all kind of maybe experienced something very comparable to what the folks we've been focusing on mm-hmm. there have, have obviously all been through. So uh, I would have to say for myself, my connection in that is having my daughter incarcerated for five years. I, I clearly tell people I, I did five years. Yes. And when that's a loved one. Um, and so something we need to stop and think about is we can talk about the numbers of 149,000 people today incarcerated roughly in the state of Texas Mm -hmm. is that's 149,000 families. Absolutely. And so what I'm seeing is the the extended reach of the impact of incarceration on our community and on our families and people. And and this leads us back into fatherlessness and all these Mm -hmm. broken relationships. And, And if we don't intervene somewhere, you know, if you don't turn this around, if you don't get involved, if we just keep turning them out and letting them go and ignoring them, which, you know, previously I'm preaching to myself, mm-hmm. that's what I was doing, unaware that's of what course. I was doing. Mm-hmm. And today now I just say, no, something needs to be done about that. Yeah. So I'm trying to raise that awareness in it. But this could be a grand opportunity yes. for people who have experienced some of these things that maybe they had previously never been through. Mm-hmm. It makes us a little more understanding and relatable mm-hmm. to people that's been going through this kind of stuff for a long time. Yeah, and and to have that kind of compassion for you your go. fellow man that, mm-hmm. that you know everybody everybody needs. Yeah, to but feel let loved. me get my water fixed first. Right? As, long, <laughs> as long as I got water and a hot shower it's or something, yeah, I'll help somebody. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, for those of you that that are are listening and and have an interest in getting involved, if you go to eaglesnestconroe.com, there are so many great details about the programs, about the services, about your ministry that are there. Mm-hmm. And it gives a great way for people to plug into you and connect with you. Because, it, you know, if, you, if you've only got $20 to share, that $20 is going to make an impact in it somebody's sure life. It sure can. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. Our website, our uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. we're looking for followers, you know, just trying to raise awareness. Mm-hmm. So we'd appreciate people going on there, eaglesnestconroe.com. And Eagles Nest Ministries is our Facebook. On Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also the event on Sunday is going to be so interesting. And so, well, first of all, there's the, the, um, the, the, the program at noon that starts at noon is going to interview some of the people that have participated in it. And Excellent. I think, I think that's going to be extremely interesting mm-hmm. for the people that haven't that don't, they're not in touch with it. They don't, they're not mm-hmm. anyway. And of course the worship service starts at 10. 10 o'clock. And um, we've got um, uh, pastors. I, I think. Well, I really I, don't I know about full, all of that. I think, uh, there's, I think there's like 40 of them. No, I'm teasing. Others. There's not that many. There's, sure. there's quite a few pastors um, and there are um, elected officials and there are um, community people, but come knowing that uh, there's childcare for, for the kids and um, there's lunch at noon mm-hmm. and um, and come ready to enjoy yourself and um, and, and and learn a lot um, Joe's pizza and pasta that's and right the we got to give it. him a that's shout it. you know yeah, that'll bring you there. there well you know <laughs> yeah. and, she and, said what time's lunch and that's talk about wants. talk about a wonderful partner that yeah, has oh a my whole gosh. A, a, a whole soul that's sure. full of compassion yeah. uh, you know I gotta love Joe they're uh, fantastic yeah. folks over there I promise uh, yes. it's just I can't say enough about them um, and about giving spirit it, it just blows my mind but I think too you know I, I you said all of us are hurting, mm-hmm. all of us are in a mess, and this is a really good time to go mm-hmm. and experience 
um, other people's testimonials, other people's stories help filling in some of those holes. There you go. Yeah. You know, I had a call earlier from my uh, president of my board. He lives in Dallas, and he said, Jeff, everything's good for Sunday. We're mm-hmm. a go. I said, sure. And he said, you know, I know about all the situation there and what's going on around the community. And I said, yes, <laughs> that's true. It's been a hard week. Mm-hmm. And everybody's not back to any kind of normal or close to it, Mm -hmm. uh, many people. But I said this. I said, Jerry, you know what? We need a moment to celebrate. Uh, We need a moment to give thanks. We need it. That's what worship does. You know, it takes our minds off of ourselves. And this is important. We all have to learn this. We have problems. We have struggles and challenges. Mm -hmm. But I try to teach our guys and all these folks here, you know, it can be painful to say it, but it's true. It's not about you. Mm -hmm. And so a Sunday to celebrate, to take a moment and give God glory for 15 years, Mm -hmm. talk about successes, build people up. We all need this. And we need it right now probably as much as any time. So if people would come out and we get together and we we laugh and we tell some stories, and I'm full of jokes, right? So be prepared for a little corn. (laughs) And I'm probably the only one laughing, but I think... Once I think again, most we're people. Get along really I think well. we'll be fine. Yeah. I think most people laugh at me laughing is what what they do, not my joke. But but you, but you know what? You know what laughter does? Laughter opens your heart. It does. You know. But you know, it's important <laughs> that we take a minute, Christy, Melanie, and reflect. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we get so focused in what's in front of us, and we think, well, the world's coming to an end, or, mm-hmm. or this is the worst thing ever happened, right? And we slow down and we think, you know what? No. There were several times in the past I thought that. Mm-hmm. And I look back, and then I get perspective, and I say, he brought me through this, mm-hmm. and he brought me through that. Mm-hmm. I always say, it's, God's not going to drop me in the grease here. That's right. <laughs> All that other he stuff didn't bring us this he far mm-hmm. yeah. to drop us. But I tell you, when you're a mess, when you're hurting, when you got the diagnosis, right, you, your pipes are burst, mm-hmm. you, you're going to prison, there's those moments. And it's easy to lose heart mm-hmm. and just give up. And that's the only difference in me and anybody that I've helped out there is I just didn't quit. And so I'm trying to encourage other people to not quit. Get up, and love can do this. Mm-hmm. Engage, draw people in, let them know somebody cares. It's amazing what love can do. When you're a first responder and you show up in a person's crisis, right, and you say, hey, I got you. Mm-hmm. You need to come to my place. See, you were willing to open your home yep. over there. That's great. Because that can make the incredible difference in that person's future. So I just see that when a person steps out of a prison cell, man, we got a guy there was locked up 27 years. He's there right now at Eagles Nest. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? You've been out for 27 years. You've been gone, and now you step out on these streets. I just can't even imagine it's, the it's challenge. It's incredible. Because I know. It was before cell phones. Oh, he has. No, it's, <laughs> I tell these stories about going to a convenience store yeah. and try to use the dispenser for a soda. Oh, yeah. They, they, and you put a card in a gas pump. Mm. What? what? You're supposed to go inside. You know, I pull up the gas pump and then drive off. Jeff, you're supposed to go pay. I said, I pay. <laughs> I know, but it yeah. seems hilarious. But, I, but you don't it's a realize. It's different reality. It's, it's, yes. And this creates fear and anxiety. Stepping into the Jetsons. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so if we're not sensitive and aware, Mm -hmm. we're we're unaware Mm -hmm. that we're creating an anxiety in a person who may be standing in front of us in line, but they're froze and they can't go forward. They don't know what to do. The cashier's saying swipe. They don't have a clue what that means. Right. And they're simply trying to pay for a drink. And you're not aware of the fear in that person. Mm -hmm. And so you speak. You blow your horn, you you bark, you, and now we could set off, see, this could turn to something violent. Yeah, yeah. ugly. Mm-hmm. It, it just takes a minute to show a little compassion. So, and kindness. Kindness. But a person coming out of prison, these are the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I've had to learn this now, so my sensitivities and compassion is I get the drink for them. Mm-hmm. So they can watch me work at the dispenser. Set that example. They can learn. Mm-hmm. And so if we're willing to be role models and examples for people trying to make a new start, Mm -hmm. we can help them through some of those fears and anxieties, and they don't go back to prison. We've had tremendous success Mm -hmm. at this because that's what we do. So I would just encourage everyone, you know, be aware of the people around you. We don't know what anyone's going through in Mm -hmm. this deal. It's probably a lot worse than we can even imagine. 
Yes, and I, you know, I think a lot of us have been conditioned to to walk around with this heavy suit of armor, sure, uh, defensive all the time. But sometimes you got to be on the offensive and let that mm-hmm. armor down right. so you can let somebody in. Yes. Because honestly, that's really, it's about human connection, which mm-hmm. we've lost a lot of sight of. We have. And, um, and you know, I'm, I'm one of those. I believe love conquers all. I believe yeah. kindness can change the world. Good for you, Christy. You know, and, and I, not to say that I'm perfect and that I don't have bad days and that I don't sometimes <laughs> honk my horn. <laughs> Because sometimes I do. I want to talk to those two 15-year-olds. <laughs> and I've got two 15-year-olds. Change the whole but, but, it's, yeah. but I think it's so vitally important that everybody get a bigger sense of self. Yes, it is. Um, or maybe a smaller sense of self and a bigger sense of the community that's community. around us. And uh, because it, you, it really, you have, you have to have people. You bet. And, and knowing that you're loved mm-hmm. and knowing that someone can give you forgiveness mm-hmm. and knowing that that, you know, that you can rip a hole in the, in the underside of that bag and let some of those yes. burdens go. Yes, yes. And find, mm-hmm. and find the people and the guidance and the, and the spirituality that makes that happen. Yes. Because it really does make a difference in your life. Oh, it sure does. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that heart. But that's all we're trying to do is help people and awaken uh, this in us. You know, this is who we are. God made us. Uh, I, I think about this in his heart in me. And I often say this to some of the people. They say, well, so-and-so is thinking about me, and they're thinking negatively, and they're talking mm-hmm. about me. And I kind of burst people's bubbles. You know, I'm, I'm a realist, and I say, you know what? I hate to burst your bubble in this deal, but truth is, they're not even thinking about me. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I said, You're well, not that important. I said, <laughs> I said, when I woke up this morning, you were not on my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that's the truth, because, yeah, well, because we get yeah. so oh, yeah. tangled up in our own yeah. worlds that we just think everything is yeah. about us. And it's not maliciously. Right. You know, and a lot of times it's defensively. Oh, what can I do? How can I yeah. fix it? How can I? Because I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. But really, and, and then I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry for whatever I did that, mm-hmm. that upset you. And they're, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it, I don't even know what you're talking about because yeah. we create these situations. You know, being in ministry, I just have to tell you, I have to live in these baseline pieces because really it's life and death. Mm-hmm. This is short. We're here a minute and we're gone. Right. And, and so having done many funerals uh, through the years, I'll just tell you that nothing you've done for yourself will be remembered. And when somebody's got to stand there and talk about your life, they won't. Talk about what you built and who you knew and how many Facebook friends you had, which, mm-hmm. by the way, they won't show up at your funeral anyway. That's right. right. <laughs> They're what? just Facebook friends. But I tell you this, what you did for others and what you sow into the life of someone else, you got up in that moment when you felt that, mm-hmm. right, and your water didn't run. I heard a story the other day of a guy, he's a Facebook friend. He went in his own bathroom. He had two, so he disconnected one mm-hmm. and took the pipes out of his own walls to give it to to go to a friend's house and hook those pipes up to make his neighbor's wow. water work. Well, and as as Maya Angelou said, people will never forget, never yeah. remember what you did or what you said, but they'll always remember how you made, made them, them feel. feel. And right. I want to say thank you so much you. to sure. you, to Eagles Nest Ministry. Go to eaglesnestconnor.com. Make sure, come out on Sunday. Fill your soul, fill your bucket, find your way you can help because you can really make the difference in the life of somebody who's really struggling and needs it. Make sure you tune in next time, next week, next Wednesday at noon for the best of Montgomery County for Toast the Town with Christy and Mel. We have the mayor with us next Wednesday. Absolutely. And and Jeff, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for all your work. Y'all make it a great week and we'll see you next time.